the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci and Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci and Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci and Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. The views and opinions expressed are based on current economic and market conditions and are subject to change. All investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. Welcome to Don't Invest and Forget, a weekly financial news magazine designed to educate and equip you with the roadmap and direction you need to manage your money, meet your financial goals, and instill confidence in your investment choices on the road to retirement. Your host is author, radio commentator, and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci of Fatucci & Associates. With over 30 years' experience in the world of finance and investment planning, Pat specializes in personal and corporate investment management with special emphasis on retirement planning. The Fed makes good on its promise to raise rates by another three-quarters of a percentage point and signals more hikes are in the future, all in an effort to stave off inflation. Welcome once again to another edition of Don't Invest and Forget, the program that each and every week helps you keep your finger on the pulse of your money from Wall Street to Main Street to your wallet. Our host, author, and 30-plus year financial manager, Pat Fitucci, and I'm Craig Roberts. Well, in its quest to bring down inflation running near the highest levels we've seen since the 1980s, the Federal Bank raised the overnight lending rate, and of course, with that, Wall Street is reacting. Let's get more insights now from Pat Fitucci. And uh, Pat, help us understand exactly the consequences of all of this. It's kind of an unprecedented playbook, but I think Jerome Powell is digging out the playbook of Paul Volcker back to President Reagan days when Paul Volcker, in a very unpopular fashion, raised rates in like fashion. But it did do the trick. It stabbed off inflation. If you remember, Ronald Reagan came in after... President Carter had 12, 13, 14, 15% inflation rates. Well, our rates today are not too far off. Last I saw it was 8.3% for the past 12 months. So we're getting up in that stratosphere that's quite unpopular and some radical action needs to be taken. And so, i.e., we've got the consecutive three-quarter of a percent rise in the interest rates. It puts it about three and a quarter percent at Fed funds rate, so they've more than doubled. What does that do to the real estate economy? It absolutely kills it. A couple of realtor friends I've checked in with this week saying there is zero activity and homes that are on the market are sitting, not much is moving. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out why. It raises your mortgage payment by dramatic fashion. In the Bay Area, the average mortgage is anywhere from 750 to a million dollars being borrowed that has a dramatic impact up to a thousand dollars more a month so it kind of boxes out 
a lot of heretofore eligible people to buy those Bay Area homes. So here we are with the real estate market dropping like a rock. And what does that mean? The ramifications in other industries, Home Depot, Lowe's, uh, you're not going there to buy wallpaper and lawnmowers and grass seed because there are a lot of um, homes just sitting in that sector of the economy, in my in my opinion, will slow dramatically in the next six to nine to 12 months. Look, it's projected. We're not going to get out of this until 2024. So if all the economists that I hear are even somewhat correct, we've got a good 12 to 18 months of pretty pathetic numbers. Higher interest rates, what does that mean? Higher unemployment. Jerome Powell's own projections are that unemployment will go to somewhere between 4 and 4.5%. We've already started to see Silicon Valley lay off some people. You're not going to buy as many cars. So you'll see the auto industry slow. Almost every industry we can look at today will be affected by these higher rates. Christmas will not be as robust as we had hoped for. Stay tuned, kids. You may not get the toy you were hoping for because mom and dad are going to be stretched just to put food on the table. We know food prices are off the charts high. And in the middle of all this, we've got a midterm election. What is that going to do to the balance in the Senate and in the House? And I have suggested this in prior weeks. I've said Wall Street would love gridlock in Washington. Nothing will get done. And i.e., that means the free, open, capitalistic system will prevail. I think we'll see a little bit of a bump up. That's my view. Even in all these dismal numbers, I think we'll see a little bit of refreshment, if you will, in some of the major indexes, the Dow, NASDAQ, the S&P. The stock market is not the economy. And so we've got to separate those two. Yeah, there's closely related, but it's not perfect. Keep in mind, there's an international component to our economy that generates, frankly, about 40% of the revenue comes from outside the U.S. Having said that, we've seen other economies, others, uh, other industrialized economies around the globe suffer even worse numbers than we have. So there is a correlation, certainly, between our economy and international economies. So depending upon your asset mix, where is your money today? How much of it is domestic versus international versus emerging? I think it's a great time to drill down, pull out your 401k statements, really look at what your sectors are invested in. Is it time to rotate the different sectors of the economy? Clearly, I think it absolutely is. You need to pivot pretty dramatically given, again, this recent three-quarter of a point rise in the economy. So the health of our economy affects the international economies. The old adage is, if we sneeze, the rest of the world gets the flu. And so I think that's still true. The dollar is really held up wonderfully. That's good news for those traveling overseas because you're going to get more bang for your buck. It's certainly good for our exports. Exports, by the way, still count for about $3 trillion of the $25 trillion of the U.S. gross domestic product. So 
Yeah, it's still small. It's about one-seventh, but it does have, have an effect. What will happen with Jerome Powell's decision? Certainly, unemployment levels will, will rise to roughly 4 to 4.5%. So a lot of uh, leading and lagging indicators, and the headwinds are certainly gotten a little stronger in the last week, given the fact that the interest rate environment is at these lofty levels. But the dollar strength will be good for importers. And as I mentioned, if you're going to vacation abroad, you're going to get a better bang for your buck. So certainly cash is a great opportunity to hold on to your cash at this point in time. And if you've got time on your side, in my view, if you're four, five, six years away from the utility of the money, you don't need the money. To me, there's a a giant Macy's White Flower Day sale on the stock market. The Dow is around 30,000, teetering 29, 30,000 as we speak. And the Dow was at 36,000 and change. Pretty significant opportunity if time is on your side. I'm led to believe this country will get out of this, quote, recession, if it is a recession. There's lots of definitions. And, of course, the politicians are reluctant to call it a recession because it's not good for their voters. So there's all kinds of dancing around whether you want to call it a, a recession. Guess what? It's a recession, guys. So depending upon um, when you need the money, I think it's a great buying time. Look at your 401k. What are you buying every payroll period? I would tilt it if you've got Tom on your side to equity portions, both domestic and international and emerging, depending on your appetite for risk. If you need help with any of that dollar cost averaging decision, certainly give our offices a call and I wrote this book 15 years ago called Don't Invest and Forget. Wow, this is one of those critical periods of time where you don't want to just keep depositing money into a sector that may not have the propensity to participate more fully. Again, I think it's a critical time to really reflect on where you want to be in the economy. By the way, if you're retired, this is a very difficult period of time because clearly if you're taking withdrawals out of your pre-tax money, if you can in any way mitigate that or reduce that withdrawal in, in the next 6, 12, 18 months, that would be ideal. Pat, here's an ideal place for us to pause in the conversation. If you've just joined us, it's a look at the events of the week and their impact on your financial life. Our host, Pat Fitucci returns with more insights particularly as it relates to managing your dollars in and through retirement. Pat Fittucci says, don't invest and forget, invest and forget, invest and forget. Well, an amazing new study out that tells much about the attitude of Americans when it comes to not just retirement planning, but attitudes concerning how much money do we have? When do we start saving? And will it last as we make our way through retirement? And Pat, this new survey done by Franklin Templeton really unveils some critical issues that every American needs to be thinking of in relationship to retirement. For example, the study found that six out of 10 retirees say their retirement was somewhat or very unexpected. 51% have never tried to determine their current retirement savings or how long they'll last. 39% say they don't think it'll last 20 years. And 13% of Americans don't even know how much savings they have at all. 
Wow. Craig, it's been called the most stressful day of your life, the day you decide to retire and you pull the plug from that wonderful check you've been receiving for probably 40 years or so. And so why would it be the most stressful day? My gosh, you're just dreaming of sailing and playing golf and going hiking and going to Hawaii. I mean, life is good, right? Well, because of the very reasons you just mentioned, people's uncertainty, lack of confidence, lack of drilling down and really studying the numbers, crunching those numbers to say, okay, here's what I'm going to be able to afford. Here's what I could do. Here's what I can't do. What are your expectations for retirement? Probably the biggest thing is six out of 10, as you just mentioned, retire unexpectedly because the corporation they were working for said, wait a minute, if we get rid of all these old guys and gals, we can reduce our payroll fairly significantly. Yeah, we'll give them a year's severance or whatever the issue is. Suddenly you become a target for right-sizing, as it is called in the corporate world. In your personal life, it's called getting fired. You're getting fired because you're making too darn much money. You're a drag on the bottom line. And after all, corporations have an obligation to shareholders first, employees second. When did that shift? Gosh, in my folks' days, the obligation was to employees first and shareholders second. Not so in these days. And so the cold hard facts is, as you're making that giant income because you've been so dutifully loyal to that company for all those years, sorry, guys, your loyalty was appreciated, but no longer appreciated starting tomorrow. So we're going to downsize, right size, and replace you with a couple 30-year-olds that are going to cost a fraction of what they're costing. And oh, by the way, they're not going to file medical claims like you've been, Mr. Old Guy or Mrs. Old Gal, and you're driving up our premium. So that's costing you us a lot of money too. So we're really right-sizing because, you know, the company really needs to get in line with the payroll numbers. BS, they're getting rid of you because you are a drag on the bottom line. Have a good retirement. See you. Bye. What do you do now? You unexpectedly downsize or God forbid you have health reasons. And the doctor says your job is too stressful. You got to get out now before it kills you. I've seen that too many times also. All those things are considered to be unconventional thinking when it comes to what you thought was your lead up to your glorious day of retirement. So now what do you do? Now you said, geez, if I only had five more years, I would have been able to be in pretty good shape to retire on. But nope, I'm stuck with what I got. I'm not really employable. Yeah, I can get a job at $12 an hour somewhere, but that wasn't in my plan. Now you got 30 years of retirement to fund. How are you going to fund that? Are you going to outlive your money? Are you going to live in your children's fourth bedroom? Not your ideal thinking in terms of days of retiring. Actually, the 55%, Greg, of Americans work during retirement. Maybe that's because they like to be involved or maybe it's because of the money. I don't know for sure. Sometimes you stay in the area of your expertise and you become a consultant and that's cool. You work for a month or two and you take a month or two off. That's not a bad life. But if you have to go to Home Depot five days a week to make ends meet, it's admirable that you're willing to do that to support your family, but that may not have been in your plans. It's all about what are your retirement numbers. There's been books written with hundreds of pages of reading to drive what your numbers look like. The alternative to that is come into any of our Bay Area offices and after about an hour or so, we're going to give you a real succinct number of what your numbers are. We're going to accumulate all your savings and all your retirement income. 
and in very short order say, here's the kind of shape you're in. And yes, you've got 70% or more of your working income in retirement. You are eligible. Go in tomorrow and say, thanks, boss. I'm leaving. You make the decision rather than the world making a decision for you. Yeah, I think what's really disquieting about aspects of this new survey, and you've just touched on a key one, it's it's a dilemma, it's a dichotomy. And that is that while 59% of working Americans are very or extremely concerned, Pat, about outliving their retirement needs, here's the shocker. 74% have never calculated their monthly retirement income needs. And so that's really what you're talking about here is you need to look at both columns, both what the income is going to be like and what the income needs will be like, and then see whether or not one really fits in or justifies the other in terms of timing, when you retire, how much you're able to take out of Social Security, and what your overall nest egg looks like for your personal component of your retirement dollars at retirement. You know, so many people think, well, I don't have a big enough pile of money. It's not so much what the pile of money looks like. It's what can the pile of money create in terms of cash flow. It's all about sustainable income over the long haul and being ultra conservative in the performance expectations. So many times we get calls from this show or we get people coming in and saying, well, I'm going to get 10% on my money and 10% of this number is a pretty good number. I said, no, not going to happen. So we create ultra conservative numbers. We always want to try and surprise on the upside. If you're starting to eat into your principal in the first couple, three, five, 10 years of your retirement, not a good idea. Again, you or your spouse, if you're married, are probably going to live to age 92, one of the two. It may be both. So what do you do for the last 10 or 15 years? If you keep taking 10% out, your 10% runs out pretty darn quickly. And so it's all about not outliving your money. Talk about that difference between the cash pile versus cash flow. And I want to have you after the break, Pat, elaborate on that point, because it certainly takes into consideration another important key that many folks heading toward retirement are cognizant of, but really haven't thought of from a strategic standpoint, and that is Social Security. If you've just joined us, we're looking at some keys on how to make that nest egg of yours last all the way through retirement. And as we're learning from our host, Pat Vitucci, it's not just about what your expenses are going to be, but what your income will be at retirement and whether or not those two numbers together make any sense for you. Now, if you have questions so far about anything that Pat has discussed, or maybe would like to take advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review, that opportunity to sit down with a professional and really drill down as to what will you need to retire? What What will your expenses look like? That appointment is available to you in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Never any cost, never any obligation. You can also schedule your appointment conveniently online. Simply go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Don'tinvestandforget.com. When we come back, how to determine exactly what that cash flow will look like when it comes to Social Security. Tucci says, don't invest and forget, invest and forget, invest and forget. Today, Pat Vitucci teaching us how to make that nest egg last all the way through retirement. And Pat, just before the break, as we've been talking about some details concerning a new survey that looks at not only attitudes of Americans concerning retirement, but to some degree is a lack of planning. For example, we cited that one statistic, 59% of working Americans are extremely concerned about outliving their retirement savings. And yet 74% have never even calculated their monthly retirement income needs. 
One of the aspects of those needs, as you began to point out, is understanding the difference between cash pile and cash flow. A key component, I would imagine, to the cash flow side is Social Security. But how many people think of Social Security in terms of a strategy or they just kind of say, "Okay, I'm eligible. Let me go down to the Social Security office and sign up. It's a very cavalier attitude about the whole Social Security question. There are actually 567 choices. Wow how to take, when to take, what age is the optimal age to take Social Security for you. And we're all a little different and our unique differences clearly dictate when to take it. And if there's a difference in age between you and your spouse, how do you work favorably for you? A lot of issues to think about. And then sprinkle in high medical premiums, despite what the politicians have told us, it ain't free. It's gotten a lot more expensive and by the way, you got to pay for that medical with after-tax dollars, which just further exacerbates the pain of factoring that into your retirement budget. So medical premium, while 10 years ago it was a very insignificant item, in just 10 short years, Craig, it is a big chunk of your after-tax income. So how does your spending affect this? And is it going to decrease your ability to take that trip to Europe or to New York City or to Hawaii, whatever your plans are. I had a client recently say he goes to Alaska twice a year fishing and he loves it. But he says, you know, it's getting kind of expensive. But fortunately, he has budgeted for those trips and he, you know, he leads a very conservative lifestyle and he's very much in control and understands his numbers. That's the key, I think, is understanding your specific numbers, set your expectations and understand what your numbers can translate into a lifestyle in retirement. When we hear things, Pat, like 39% of would-be retirees don't even know how much Social Security will pay out, that's got to be pretty disquieting. And another another aspect that was revealed by this survey, 59% of retirees say that they took Social Security before full retirement age, only 16% began at full retirement and only 7% delayed it until after full retirement age. Now, when you look at those numbers, what kind of a story does that tell you? It's a kind of a knee-jerk decision and there's not a lot of reflection on how that affects the rest of your life. And by the way, it's irrevocable. In almost every case, you cannot go back and change your mind. The average check for Social Security is $1,224, Craig. So we're not talking about a lot of money. Now, those who have made a whole lot more money are going to be in the more than double that, $25, $2,900. So how does that affect your cash flow? And then when you compute IRA, 401k or savings or rental income, it's a matter of consolidating all those dollars, looking at your expenses in a very careful and studious way and creating what we call a pro forma budget. We look at the numbers and we say, okay, here's your budget. Here's what it's going to cost you to retire. If you have a mortgage or don't have a mortgage or your car payment, your cell phone payment, your food expenses. And then we put a pencil to it and it becomes pretty crystal clear. If you've got 70 plus percent of your income that you were making in retirement, the magic begins. You are now eligible to go in tomorrow and say, boss, thanks very much. See ya. I'm going fishing. Or you got to wait another couple, three, five, seven years. It depends on what those numbers intimate. And are you moving towards those numbers? That's the key thing. Are you, are you able to max out your plan at work? Are you gaining ground or are you losing ground? And that's the kind of trend analysis that we can create to give you a pretty crystal clear idea of level of preparedness. That's probably the most common 
call. We get Craig from this show for 20 plus years. Here's my stuff. What can I do to retire? And am I eligible or do I have to work more? And in many cases, I'm able to give some people some really pretty favorable conclusions. And trust me, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to give cold, crude numbers. If the numbers don't scream out, you're okay. I'm in the unenviable position of telling them that. And it does make me popular. I do get to sleep at night and not intimate that I'm sending people in the wrong in the wrong direction. Well, and hopefully at the end of the day, it goes a long ways towards helping others get to sleep at night as well. That sleep factor, Pat, as you often talk about, is key. And, and as you point out, retirement is something that I think certainly all of us that have been in the working world for any length of time look forward to. And yet we will spend more time planning a vacation or planning a get-together at our house than we will planning for retirement. And yet it oftentimes represents fully 30, 35% of our entire life. Some Americans, as you often remind us, could live 20, 30, 40 years into retirement, depending upon, of course, how soon they take their retirement. And, and with all of that, the choices that need to be made moving toward retirement are key. You mentioned 500 choices within Social Security. One of the big choices is not that you're eligible, but when it makes sense to take Social Security. And and when you take it can mean the difference between a paltry sum or pretty princely sum coming in, can't it? Yeah, you're right. And you know what? It's much more fun planning a vacation. It's a whole lot less stress than planning on looking at prospectuses and look at your 401k and pulling out all those statements. That's no fun. I mean, that you know, I'd rather plan on looking at pictures of me sitting on a beach or me going, having uh, a gelato in, in a little Italian uh, place. That's fun, Craig. Come on, let's not ruin the fun here. The reality of it is somebody's got to do that ugly work. And if you don't initiate it, it doesn't get initiated. It sits around and um, it's that festering issue that you keep wanting to ignore. You know, you got to face the music one way or the other. And it's better to know than not to know. And we always encourage our, our listeners to be educated, be be warned, and you have enough time, you can make adjustments so that when you are going to ultimately retire, you are in a much more favorable position. Toward that end, Pat, retirement planning can be difficult, it can be complicated, it can be involved. That's why seeking out the advice of somebody who has experience in this, that can come alongside you, make sure that you're not only asking the right questions, but the the answers are making sense. There's no one-size-fits-all strategy when it comes to investing for longevity. It simply depends on a person's individual time horizon, tolerance for risk, and whether or not you've done your homework. One way to start today is by taking advantage of that complimentary financial health and retirement plan review in any of the Bay Area offices of Vitucci and Associates. Never any cost or obligation to sit down, figure out what will your expenses look like, what will your income look like, when and how should you take Social Security? Help you answer all those questions so that when you do reach retirement, it does feel a lot more like the vacation that Pat spoke of. You can schedule the appointment online conveniently. Simply log on to don'tinvestandforget.com. Don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Pat Fittucci says don't invest and forget. Invest and forget. Invest and forget. On this edition of Don't Invest and Forget, Pat Fittucci walking us through some of the critical risks to avoid going to and through retirement. 
I know, Pat, one of your major pet peeves is the concern over folks that are either not insured at all or inadequately insured. Speak to that point, if you would. Long-term care expenses is always a threat to a portfolio. We know a long-term care confinement, a nursing home confinement, can be as much as ten grand a month. That can erode even the best-funded portfolio. And so we've got to be real cautious about, should I buy one of those expensive long-term care policies or am I going to decide to self-fund it? It's a consideration that needs some serious arithmetic, and we do that for our clients on a regular basis. You've got to have some emergency money, just like in life and retirement, there are unexpected major expenses. Your car is going to break down, your furnace is going to go, your water heater, kids are going to need help. Maybe there's a medical issue that needs nursing in your home. So unexpected major expenses can have another threat to retirement. There's a myth we will spend less in retirement. And I want to reinforce it is a myth. I have seen many clients over my 30 plus years have wonderful times spending money on cruises and trips to Europe and trips to Hawaii and fancy cars. You'll spend differently. There's no question. You're not going to be spending in the same patterns when you're working. But there is a myth that you will be spending less in retirement. Think of retirement as three 10-year periods. There's the go-go period. That's the first 10 years. Vacationing and traveling and playing tennis and playing golf. And it's like Disneyland for adults. The second 10 years are called the slow-go years. You're slowing down a little bit. You're not traveling as much, having more doctor's appointments, maybe getting some treatments for this or that. So you're going to spend less. And then the last 10 years are the no-go years. You're not going many places. You're watching a whole lot more TV. You're sitting on the front porch. Understandably, your spending patterns change considerably. You're spending much more money on medical treatments, prescriptions, perhaps maybe physical therapy. Think of your life as the next 30 years in 10-year increments. Go-go years, the slow-go years, and the no-go years. Another threat to your retirement is taking a loan out on your 401k later in your life. It's pretty significant dent in your retirement nesting when you take a loan out on your 401k or your 403b. Certainly if there's medical reasons that you need to, certainly it makes sense, but you don't want to take a loan out to put a swimming pool in your backyard or take that trip to Hawaii or give kids some money for a down payment on a house or buy them a car. Those are really threats to your ongoing issues. How about being, being too conservative in your investing portfolio. That's always an issue. You've got to take some risk, some exposure to stock markets. My gosh, look at the last year. I mean, it's just been an incredible year. Albeit it was a very unusual year. We shouldn't get lulled into thinking we're always going to make 25%. It is very odd. But when the markets go crazy like they have for the last year, you kind of need to participate because guess what? The next year or two might be the exact opposite. That's an issue. What age is the right age to retire? Retiring too early can have a profound effect on the chunk of money you're going to live on. If you live to be 80, 90, 100, will your money last? Have you done the the full review of the practicality of how long your money is going to last? We've got some really sophisticated software that will give you probability of success of not running out of money. It's really worked well for a lot of our clients for many, many years. And it's scary, true numbers. It's not through rose-colored glasses. It's really a reality check. 
So if you, if you have any guess about what my money lasts me, give us a call. We'll run your numbers through our software, and it'll give you a brutally honest answer. Pat, you touched on a number of really key points that all of us need to be mindful of when it comes to protecting the wealth that we have built, that nest egg, to carry us to and through retirement and avoiding all the risks that we can reasonably avoid along the way. I would suppose that part of that risk protection is also to make sure that we are, in fact, properly protected. You spoke about some key types of insurance like long-term care insurance, but what about other arenas of life that require insurance like life insurance or adequate property insurance? Yeah, nobody nobody likes insurance. Nobody likes to pay for insurance, you know, just insurance has a bad bad stigma. But you're absolutely right. <clears throat> Without adequate life insurance, I mean, we're all going to die someday. What happens to your pension? Does your surviving spouse Continue with that pension, or does it die with you? How about property and casualty? Is your home adequately protected for earthquakes or other kinds of catastrophes? Condos are notoriously place where retirees end up living parts of the last part of their life. What kind of shape is your condo association in should devastation happen? Is it properly funded? Is it properly reserved? If you're still working, you have disability coverage. You're a physician or an attorney or any, any, anybody with a special skill, and you can't conduct business as usual because of disability. Do you have disability coverage? Really important stuff, but again, it's not sexy to talk about insurance, especially when you're on a limited budget, but my gosh, they're really key issues. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Craig. I guess the last item I'd like to touch on is inflation. This year particularly, we're going to have... Upwards of 5% inflation. They're talking about a cost of living adjustment for Social Security checks starting January of 2022. It'll be in the neighborhood of 5%. It's been normally one point nothing percent adjustment to your Social Security check, which generally means, you know, $12.18. But this year, they're talking about a 5% bump up on our Social Security checks. So we can't ignore inflation. Is your portfolio keeping up with inflation? Again, having some exposure to the stock markets, which generally keep up with inflation. And the last item I think is non-financial thing, but I've been coaching retirees for 30 years. And I got to tell you about half of them, about 50% flunk retirement. They get bored. They go back to work in some way, shape or form. So what is your plan for activity in retirement? Boredom sets in after the second week, I mean, it really creeps up pretty fast. You wake up at seven o'clock, you have your coffee, you read the paper, watch the news. It's 8.30. Nobody emails you anymore. Nobody texts you anymore. You don't get voicemails. Your voicemail, you keep checking. There's nobody there. What do you do? You've got to have a plan, whether you're going to donate your time to your passion. You're going to help out in some way, shape or form. You can't play golf every day. You can't play tennis every day. You can't play pickleball every day. Your body just doesn't allow it. So you've got to have some plan of action to keep you motivated and keep you strong and keep you intellectually engaged. Statistics say in the first year, a large percentage of people will have a heart attack in the first year because they've, they've not adjusted to retirement. And so before you retire, put together a real serious plan of action. You can't keep alphabetizing the herb tray in your kitchen. You can't clean the garage out every week. My idea of cleaning my garage out, I move everything from the left side to the right side and I sweep it out and I feel good. 
You can't do that every other week. That just doesn't work. You'll drive your spouse crazy if by hanging around. You can't hang out with your kids. They've got lives. They're busy. So it'd be nice to think you're going to see them every day, but that's not going to happen. So lots of interesting threats to retirement. Give our office a call if any of those items I've touched on kind of resonates with you. We'd be glad to walk you through some of those things. We've been coaching retirees for over 30 years. We've seen a lot of successful retirements. And I said, we've seen people fail. And so you want to make sure that doesn't happen to you. You've been listening to Don't Invest and Forget with author and investment advisor, Pat Fatucci. To gain more information about any of the topics discussed on today's program or to schedule your appointment for a no-obligation financial plan tune-up in one of Bay Area offices of Atucci & Associates near you, go to don'tinvestandforget.com. That's don'tinvestandforget.com. Or call toll-free 888-PLAN-WISE. That's 888-P-L-A-N-W-I-S-E. Or visit don'tinvestandforget.com. Program guests and Craig Roberts not affiliated with Vitucci & Associates. Information provided for illustrative purposes only does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information obtained from sources deemed reliable, but accuracy and completeness not guaranteed. Vitucci & Associates have no liability for information discussed. Consult with qualified investment, tax, or legal professional prior to taking action. Securities and advisory services offered through United Planners Financial Services. Member FINRA, SIPC, Vitucci & Associates, and United Planners Financial Services are not affiliated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.